Well, welcome to another broadcast of the Obstruction to Justice program. I'm Ann Moles, and thank you for joining. This is a broadcast where we discuss general information about relevant topics of the day, highlighting legislation, economics, communities, and businesses. Welcome again. Well, happy Black History Month. This is the whole month of February where here in the United States of America, we celebrate Black History Month. Now, I'm just going to say I celebrate Black History all 12 months of the year. I do. I enjoy my heritage and there are people all around the country that celebrate and reminisce on the history of a great nation of people within a nation. Yeah, what a wonderful thing. So happy Black History Month. Now this month, we're going to explore, okay, we're going to explore the African American Heritage Trail as outlined by the kcmo.gov website. Yep, you heard it. KCMO, the city of Kansas City, Missouri, has provided a great website where, uh, under the leadership of uh, Mayor Quentin Lucas, they have devised and developed information about the historical buildings and historical sites of Black history, heritage, around the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. So we're going to take a look at that today. Now, I do want to invite you to go ahead and, hey, chime in, chime in on the the uh, chat here. Cheyenne, hi, how are you? Good to see you out there. Yes, uh, Frank Hollins, good to see you too. Uh, yes, I enjoy Black History Month too as well, Cheyenne. Now, Cheyenne is a young person that is on the move. She does is doing big things. She, she's a student and she she studies some some great uh, art and work within the, within the community. So I'm hoping to get her on and have her talk about what she does and what her interests are and share some of the things about what she's looking to do in, with her life to contribute to the black history because she is an African-American uh, woman and how she's expecting things to kind of turn out. Now, you know, that's kind of the way that this should go. Now, I'm guilty as everyone else. Look, I'm guilty as most in that my days and my months are most of the time dealing with, hey, what am I going to do? dealing with the, the things of the day, the, the um, situations of my life, and what is it that I'm needing to do. So the reflection time 
on black history isn't always a, something that I get a chance to do. So this is kind of like a holiday where we get a chance to reflect and look at what is it that we're wanting to do with our lives. You know, how do we want to contribute? Where do we see African-American relations and how is it in this great United States of America, the country that we are a part of? Yeah, that, that just sounds good to me. So I just challenge everyone who are Americans, yeah, who want to be a part of uh, the great heritage and that I enjoy other heritage as well. Hispanic American heritage, of course. Uh, we're going to be celebrating the Irish American heritage coming up with the St. Patrick's Day and the greater Kansas City area. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this COVID situation, but greater Kansas City area has a historic, historically participated in a great uh, Irish um, the St. Patrick's Day Parade. So we celebrate each other. We pretty much do. And yes, as African-Americans, we have a great heritage as well to celebrate what we do. I do want to challenge young people as well. Now, Kansas City has had, didn't have a great uh, year last year when it comes to homicides. Yep. Didn't have a great year last year. Uh, the homicide rate was off the charts. Uh, I believe we broke uh, records. But, you know, I kind of think of it like this. Well, we're going through in our communities and the challenges in our communities. And shout out to all of the communities, Grandview communities. That's one of the suburbs in the greater Kansas City area, South Kansas City uh, communities. Mayor Quentin Lucas has been a part of those talks. The uh, police department in the greater Kansas City area, they have been participating in forums that will that discuss well what are the challenges and how can we fix it when it comes to the the homicide and the violence that has plagued the community the african-american community and that's really if if it's in the african-american community don't think that it stays there you know it infiltrates it does and and violence and issues within a community it becomes the community's and the city's responsibility to come together and see if we can think tank some of those things. So that's kind of what's been happening with um, with that forum that has been addressing those issues. Well, here's my point. We can we can look at what's been going on within the community, the African American community, and you know I'm thinking, well, if people knew the great heritage that we have in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area as African-Americans, then that would give a sense of pride and not false pride. I'm not talking about being puffed up, but to understand that we have contributed in a great way in spite of the challenges of oppression, racism, and discrimination, we have contributed in a great way and we continue to do so. So we're going to talk about some historical places. Now, it may carry over to March. It may carry over to March because we have a lot uh, to talk about. But uh, I know I have a couple of 
people that are come on, coming on next month as well that's going to discuss and talk about the history, the great history and heritage and where they are within the, the historical, staying focused on, on making sure that the, the communities are being held accountable for fixing things and, and not just being lazy with our, with our lifestyles and, and our heritage, but to be proud about it, be focused about it, um, and enjoy it and celebrate celebrate our heritage in spite of the obstacles that we've had to overcome as African-Americans. So let's just jump right in. Uh, now, if you want to go ahead and put a shout in, put in the comments, put a comment in, I'm going to kind of go back and forth and we'll, we'll uh, mention your, your comment there. Uh, just shout out to everyone, the Facebookers, the YouTubers, the Twitch uh, community, all of the communities, the podcast communities, everyone. Shout out to everyone and hope that everyone is having a good midweek. Yeah, so let's take a look. I'm going to go ahead and share um, my screen here. We're going to take a look at what what um, this great website that the city of Kansas City, Missouri has developed. So if you go out to kcmo.gov, slash city dash hall and department city planning development historic preservation office and commission and then you'll see there's a link african american heritage trails now i i'm gonna i just want to put a put some feelers out there we are i consider myself african american uh now there's some older older African-Americans, people of African descent who consider themselves colored. Now, we've heard that term before, colored, uh, Negro. And now that's kind of going way back. Now, that just means black. The word Negro is black in Spanish, okay? Uh, black Americans, you know. But I like, I like African-American because that points me to the great continent of Africa. Now, here's the thing. We come from the continent of Africa as African-Americans. And with that, there's a place that puts me to where I can relate to a place. Yes, uh, you know, Black American, um, Negro, you know, colored. And those terms are fine if you're comfortable with them. But when I say African-American, that puts me at a place where I can relate. Now, where on that big continent of Africa, my ancestors, where do I come from? Well, you know, I think th there may be some DNA there that where you go out and you can kind of get your DNA taken and, and see where where the heritage is of, of where you come from around the world. Now, uh, my kids are into that. <laughs> They've done that. I have it. It's like, I don't care. It, I, I just know that I get a chance to embrace my African roots. So with that, I, I'm pretty satisfied. And of course, there's some European American, uh, European uh, descent. I have some of that in me. And then I believe there's um, someone from India. So there's someone from the, from the Indian continent there that uh, is part of my my DNA and makeup. 
uh, mo the European, we're talking about really Europe, you know, in there. Um, so maybe England, because my last name kind of tells on itself, my maiden name tells on itself to know that um, I can relate to where we're, we're uh, part of from, from, uh, from England as well. But I consider myself to be an African-American. Put in the chat what you consider yourself. What do you like to embrace? What what do you like to call your, your heritage as? Black American, Negro, colored, or African American? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. So with that, when we get out here to this website, the city of Kansas City, uh, Missouri has developed. It really looks good. It does. And it outlines and highlights this um, several links where this uh, it's the AAHTKC so that's short for African American Heritage Trail of Kansas City now that link.org uh, that that work is a it's um, a research that's out there that has been done and they're saying that it's only phase one now I'm very happy that they're doing this because they're, you know, it's been known they had to, the, the uh, local newspaper, the Kansas City Star, had put out a, um, a segment where they apologized to the African-American community for not properly covering the stories, the history the stories of the African-Americans in the greater Kansas City area. And they actually just put out a big apology for it, uh, for doing that. And, and I've read it and there's, um, and we can probably bring that up and talk about that a little later. But uh, that has happened. Now we have the call paper. That's one where it had, uh, the Globe was another paper where it, actually outlined and did well to bring the uh, information of the black community, the African-American communities to the forefront so that the communities knew what was going on. All right. So that's super cool. But with this, this African-American Heritage Trail website is live and it is out there and it's just phase one. So it also has a list of sites, uh, a more list of sites frequently asked questions, and then quick links to existing national and Kansas City register listed African-American historic sites. I would challenge you guys to go out and look at this. Um, it may bring back some memories because here, um, you know, my, I, we, I'm from the around the Vine District. That's where my family had their family business way back in the day. And I went to Lincoln High School for a while. So even with that, there's some links out there that where it's going to um, give you some more information. It talks about the different partners that are a part of this. And, you know, so there's some quick links to where you can go out there and also stay connected. There's a contact people who are actually running the website so if you have any questions looks like please contact brad wolf or lauren manning and they have a phone number out there for them as well so and if you have something to contribute to that 
uh, because with it being phase one, you know, I know that there's still people out there that value the heritage, the African American heritage, and they may have some, some, you know, inherited con contributions that they want to share information, stories. You know, I know we've lost quite a few. I, we're all getting up there, guys, as far as age is concerned. So, we have to pass down, pass down the stories and the legacy, the heritage stories of a great African-American community. So if you have some information, go ahead and contact them so that, you know, you can just make it to where they can put it in the information and put it out there on the website. I think that would be a great thing. Now, let's go out. I found a link that is just too cool. And I want to go out here and take a look at this link. Now, this is the actual trail, the African American Heritage Trail, where it's a map. Yep, it's a map. And here in on this map it actually shows and it has a numbers to it has numbers to all of the the outlined focused information about the different spots here in the greater kansas city area so let me take a look and see if we can make this a little bigger now of course we are famous we are famous for the 18th and vine street Okay, so that's a, a picture of the 18th and Vine Street uh, area there. And of course, there's uh, the Negro League Baseball Museum. We've actually had Brother Larry Lester on the program. And um, he had a chance to share with us about the Negro League, but the gym theater. And we'll get a chance to check that out here a little bit more in detail. But this is a great picture that they have uh, of it as where they had re renovated. So it's out there and it tells a little bit about the history of the 18th and Vine Street. And the call newspaper, of course, was down, is down there, established in 1919. It's one of the country's oldest African-American newspapers and still operates there at 1715 East 18th Street. Okay, and this is also an area of the Jazz District. So down there in this area also is well known for the creation of a pioneering style of jazz during the 20s and 30s, the 1920s and 30s. And uh, located nearby, of course, the original baseball museum for the Negro League League's Monarchs. Oh, and a big shout out to, they've renamed the team over in Kansas, there is a local, uh, sort of a local baseball team. They renamed the team the Monarchs down there. So that's pretty cool. Now with a big name like that, guys, I know you gotta, you gotta play. <laughs> you gotta play. I mean, those are some big shoes to fill. If you're going to call your new team, it's, it's called, your, you're taking on the Monarch name. Oh boy, you're going to play like it. Okay, so now the thing about the 18th and Vine Street area is that this was a place where the professionals 
uh, were able to set up shop. So you had your lawyers there, your doctors, your dentists down in that area. And this was, uh, of course, 18th and Vine Street. Now, now Vine is close by, but for sale. Uh, but this was a time really where uh, African-Americans couldn't live past a certain street or block. So I remember a time where African-Americans during uh, there was, you know, segregation and everything, you couldn't live past 27th Street or 23rd Street. And there was a time when you couldn't live past 18th Street. So this is where the communities came together and the professionals did good business. Artisans were there. Now, let's look at Allen School. I'm going to kind of take one, one little area at a time here. Now, Allen School was the first public school in Westport and Kansas City. Uh, the school, originally known as Old Main, was built by the residents of Westport who recognized the importance of education. Now, this kind of goes back a ways back in history because in 1867, these, this was a time where uh, black children or African-American children and European-American children went to school together. And Allen's school started as an integrated school. So that was pretty huge. And that building is there. It is there. All right. And I'll, let me go ahead and blow that up and you can take a look at that, that building. That's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. All right. So you have that. And let, let's go out to back to the American Jazz Museum. Now there again is the uh, American Jazz Museum officially debuted during an event hosted by Billy D. Williams and highlighting the best of national and regional talent, including Dinah Reeves, Al Jarreau, Harry Belafonte, and George Duke as a as band leader. Okay, so the American Jazz Museum is there too, and there it's centered around the 18th and Vine area. So, of course, we know that jazz is um, we have great heritage of the the jazz era uh, that also hung out down there. So the American Jazz Museum is there. Let's go ahead and blow that up. Well, they just have just the American Jazz Museum, just the, the logo there. But, you know, of course, these are places that are actually in our communities. And, of course, they are, uh, you know, nonprofit organization. So, you know, for donations and going and being a support and just learning more of the heritage, I would just definitely take advantage of that. I'm going to do a tour as soon as this COVID lifts. Oh my goodness. The C word, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to start taking uh, opportunities to go and visit these places. Just make it a day trip. Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to do. And then that way that would, you can share some of the heritage with young people. Now here, Attic School, Attic School was established in 1893. And 
in a rented building on at 1827 East 18th Street, now raised. Okay, now the school was named for Crispus Attucks. Of course, we know who he was. He was an African-American, one of the first Americans, not just African-Americans, if not the first American who was killed uh, at the onset of the Revolutionary War in the, in the Boston Massacre. So now during the late 1890s, the population of the Paseo District continued to grow rapidly and the attic school building was deemed inadequate. Now, but it's an old building. Now I want to go ahead and show this picture. I passed by this and I believe it's still there. I, it's not torn down. It's a historic landmark. And these places, you know, I know that there are some areas in the cities and towns around in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area that they get funding. Now, this is a pretty big building. What will we do with it? Of course, uh, we'll get a chance to see that there are some other buildings and around the 18th and Vine area, like the Lincoln Building and others that have been renovated. But what would we do with this building? You know, that's something that you think about. And and with it being abandoned and with it being boarded up, I mean, of course, we can't tear it down because of, of what it is. But I just challenge people. Let's think about what we can do in our communities. Of course, it takes money to do, but what is it that we want to do? You know, the challenge of another generation and being uh, proud of our African-American heritage, what would you want to do with the different buildings and establishments that stood as uh, landmarks? Now they're landmarks. What do you want to do with them? How can you make your community better? Now here's one, the Black Archives of Mid-America. Now this building houses the archives of uh, black history, African-American history. And of course, the Black Archives uh, of Mid-America is a nonprofit organization that serves the community by offering itself as an educational resource, as well as uh, information about facets in African-American culture, music, art, theater, education, the military. And we're going to get a chance to share with them a little later on, probably next month. But um, yeah, this building is there and look at that. They, this building, uh, you know, it's been renovated. It looks great. Now, I'm not going to blow the whistle on this, but I think this was, is around the same area where there was a women's prison there in that area on Vine Street. So, you know, these are some of the older buildings in the same vicinity. And this is one that uh, has been renovated and still in use, a historical landmark. So Black Archives now, uh, of course, uh, we're still dealing with having to, to social distance ourselves and everything, but they do have things going on and you can actually get an annual membership very reasonably with the Black Archives. And I'm sure that would put you on a list to where, you know, we, where I'm a member there, put you on a list to where you would stay active um, as far as information about what's going on in the community as they host different events 
So uh, that's not a bad deal. I mean, you know, you, I believe you can get a membership out there. It's just $25 for the whole year. <laughs> now, if people eat $25 a day, Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, go, go try to eat some of these fast food restaurants at some of these fast food restaurants or something. And you're going to see where, yeah, it's going to add up real quick. Well, here is a great opportunity to participate in the support of an organization that continues to maintain and care for the heritage and history of African-Americans in the greater Kansas City area. You know, you might want to do that. I think it would just be, it's just good. It's a good thing to do, I, I would suggest. Yeah, but you know, now here, here's another uh, place. Now, the Booker T. Washington Elementary School, originally designated the Irving School, Booker T. Washington Elementary was renamed after the distinguished author and educator in 1930. So I didn't get a chance to go to the Booker T. Washington Elementary School. Uh, so it's been out there a while, but it did close. It says that, um, yeah, of course, you can go out here and read these little uh, blurbs or the the um, the titles and little information about the schools and the different landmarks, but um, it was de designated as a local landmark in 1985. Okay, so we've even had one of those here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri uh, area, Booker T. Washington School. Yep. All right. Now, I, I'm going to just... Uh, go here to uh, Bruce R. Watkins Center. Now, this is a great African-American, uh, and we're going to probably get a chance to highlight more of his life and the life of um, what he contributed to the greater Kansas City area here, the family. Now, the mission of the Bruce R. Watkins Cultural Heritage Center is to commemorate and interpret the African-American uh, African history, particularly in the state of Missouri, uh, the city of Kansas City, Missouri, and its surrounding areas through fostering educational cultural programs regarding the past, present, and the contributions of African-Americans. And they, you know, they have a, this is a great facility here. Uh, but it also tells uh, the story of a great American. Uh, Bruce R. Watkins did a lot of work uh, for the greater Kansas City, for the Kansas City, Missouri area. He did a lot of work and their family still, I believe, uh, is there to uh, assist you, <laughs> your family and you know, your time of bereavement. But yeah, that's something that I think we're going to highlight. But, yeah, great American there. And their, their uh, center is there, um, I believe it's on Swell Parkway. Yeah, so for the uh, Kansas City, Missouri residents, we know where that is. Okay, now, and we're going to stop with this one here. But Crintenton House uh, has had a lot of challenges. It, it was the house of the first... Uh, African-Americans to move into the Truce Lake neighborhood. Okay, so Truce Lake is actually a man-made lake. Uh, 
that is in the center of the community between Paseo and Vine. And this was the home where that family, the first African-American family moved into the neighborhood and at that area in this home. Nice home. It's still there, a historical landmark. And of course, uh, they were met with uh, 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 violence. They were met with violence and they had um, had a bomb exploded, shattering windows in the home as well as homes in the in uh, the homes of neighbors. So it was a lot of violence that that this family and and families of the past have had to overcome and families uh, are still overcoming issues that in violence against members of their family. But you know, I tell you, if we can learn our heritage, if we can know that there are others that persevered, I just I just know that it lifts me up. It encourages me that uh, one thing I know as a believer, and I'm going to throw that in there, is that what God will do for one, he'll do for another. And he has kept us. He has kept us. And of course, the, the uh, African-American communities, uh, we wouldn't be where we are without the Lord and without our churches and we're going to actually get a chance to speak with, oh, it's just going to be a great time, but it's probably going to be next month because there's a lot going on this month, but we're going to get a chance to speak with some of the uh, pastors of the historic buildings, the historic churches that have been around forever and ever oh, for a long time. And you'll be surprised at uh, the longevity of the church and the church community that communities that have been established here in the greater Kansas City area and then they're still here they're still thriving church communities so that's another part of the African-American experience is that we definitely embrace our church communities as well well, you know, just go out there and check it out. It's the African-American Heritage Trail. The uh, city of Kansas City has done a great job in identifying the different spots, the different spots of history, the, uh, the uh, buildings and things of that nature. And uh, now here, Mr. Frank Hollins, African-Americans Historical Fact. Now, here's what he's is sharing with us. Eastern Jackson County, Missouri was last was the last territory in the Union to abolish slavery. Yeah, back then, Missouri wasn't a free democratic slave state. That is true. I remember that in history. So, of course, Jackson County, we've had and I'm still a, still a resident of Jackson County. We've had uh, issues uh, with with um, in the past with that and of course they were looking they were looking at maybe even renaming it because of who jackson county is named after I have to do a lot of renaming of the different counties around the country but yeah the guy wasn't a you know he don't care if he was a president or what but he wasn't cool you know he even he even led president andrew jackson led the native american uh communities native american people through the trail of tears so you know there's a big statue in jackson county uh 
courthouse down there by the Jackson County Courthouse. And I'm not surprised because, you know, he wasn't a guy that uh, embraced all of God's people, all of the creation of, of, uh, of people that God has um, has uh, created here. So, yeah, and of course, uh, back then we wasn't a free democratic state. And Missouri was considered a slave state. That's true, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, to overcome and to persevere, we know the challenges of what we had to go through, our ancestors had to go through, went through in the state of Missouri. And then that should just make us stronger. Yes, we get frustrated and angry because, hey, do we see that it's getting any better? But it can get better with you. The progress as we pour into and teach the heritage and history of the young people so that they can be aware and be proud of their heritage as well. Yes, uh, see, the premise of the Democratic Party was to hunt down runaway slaves and kill them. Yeah, that's uh, that's been noted. It has been noted. So with that, that's not just a fallacy or something pulled out of thin air, just something to say, but it has been noted. The state of Kansas, a Republican state, was a free state. That is true. And yes, the Underground Railroad terminated in uh, the Condero District in Wyandotte County, Kansas. So even though, and you know, there's a way of escape, isn't it? The challenges of slavery and Jackson County does have uh, the history of that. But right across the water, uh, the Quindaro community, the Quindaro district, the Underground Railroad ended there and was part of that, that area. And of course, Kansas being a free state uh, did a great work in helping people. So there's a lot of history, even thinking about that, that place, uh, the Quindaro. So we're going to see whether or not we can get some, someone who also knows a little bit about that to come and share with us on that. Now, here's the thing. This is Black History Month. So feel free to drop us a line. Drop me a line. And if you want to come on and talk about your history, maybe you have some family history that you would like to share in that uh, to that where your family had to persevere and overcome and you were there and a part of it, go ahead and, and uh, drop us a line and we'll, we'll get you going with that and see whether or not, uh, you know, you'd be interested in, you want to be a guest, come on and let's uh, share. Now, one thing we haven't gotten to the civil rights movement part of it yet. Now I'm kind of taking us back a little bit, but just to share a quick story about the, civil rights during the civil rights movement and we're talking about people persevering of people that um, dealt has dealt with oppression and discrimination and racism and prejudice but during the civil rights uh, movement and this had to have been probably 1968 or 69 uh, Kansas City um, was part of the riots we had riots here in the greater Kansas City area Kansas City just like most big cities. So Detroit and Chicago and the rest, we had the riots as well. Well, I do remember a time where we were living in a home and a place next to a home. And during the riots, they came through. And I guess maybe it was abandoned. Maybe it wasn't. I don't really 
remember the full story of it. But all I know is that as a little girl, I was in the bathtub enjoying my bubbles. And all of a sudden, there was just, they came rushing in, gathering me up. And it's like, here's a towel. And they were rushing to get out of the home. And when I look back as this is a, as a small child, very small child, I looked and I saw fire where the, the kitchen was, the area was on fire. So, and when we got out, it was, uh, the street was just in, it was like a war zone. It was a very scary moment. So, yeah, there was a, a civil unrest even then. And yes, I witnessed it with my own eyes. But the thing about civil unrest is that there has to be a piece to know that if you hang in there, and of course, uh, and being a believer, I'm just going to share, hey, if we do it his way, we do it God's way, it, it's going to be okay. And with that, we have to keep the history and heritage at the forefront and not just let, let it keep sliding. So keep the history and heritage at the forefront. Remember uh, what we've done, our people, what we've done in the past, our great accomplishments, and tell uh, the young people about it so that that can give them a, a sense of uh, pride in, in the culture and then to be able to embrace and say, hey, we as a people, we can overcome. We have overcame. We will continue to overcome and be a blessing to ourselves, our families, our communities. And, and that right there will, will help. I just believe it will. It will help to encourage. And maybe the gang member or the one that wants to cause um, cause uh, problems in a community with the with the violence and the shooting and, and the murders, the senseless killings and all of that, that they would value, they would learn to value life because of it being so precious. Life is a very precious thing. And we have been given opportunities to grow and to overcome as a culture, but not to forget and to stay focused and to continue to hold ourselves and others accountable for the different legislation, the laws, uh, that's been going on, you know, stay abreast, stay up on what's going on. Don't just wake up and go to sleep. I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Look, I, we, we all have our lives to live, but if we can include to remind ourselves and our children and each other that we come from a great ancestry, a great American, a great African-American heritage, that we come from a great people that have persevered. And of course, we have a great God that has given us the ability to overcome in spite of the odds, then it will make it a better place, a much better place. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Hollins. Thank you. And so, yeah, just let, let me know, you know, if you have a story and uh, thank you for contributing, Mr. Hollins, that was great information. And yes, you know, we have a whole month to talk about it and we're going to go over even to March. We're going to talk about it for two months. We're going to talk about it until we just are satisfied. And uh, 
So let's just go ahead and be about it and be happy about it and enjoy our African-American heritage, our Black History Month. For sure, for sure. Well, we're just going to go ahead and um, and uh, cut this today. Yeah, we're going to be short about it. Usually we kind of go over, but that's because we have other people kind of hanging in there and sharing with us. But yeah, I think we got we have a good start. Don't forget to go out there and check it out. Now, we've also been uh, working with ASBNC Training and Consulting. We've been working with nonprofit organization to organizations to participate in helping young people as they are dealing with the COVID situation. So there are some school districts that are not holding class in the schools. They're holding classes online. And what's happened is the uh, the students have fallen through the cracks. They're, they're falling through the cracks. Uh, they're being challenged and having to deal with learning online technology, trying to stay focused on where they need to be as far as the classes, the different websites. Now, at, at ASBNC Training and Consulting, we train online, but we train adults. And it can be pretty challenging even trying to train an adult. Adults don't always know and get it much less little ones. And we're talking about first graders, second graders and everything. So we are supporting tutor, uh, tutor projects. So it's the ASBNC training and consulting tutoring project. And we support tutors to assist and go in to the different uh, opportunities and facilities that these nonprofits have provided access to. And we are able to tutor with the young people to bring them up to speed. Now, we're discovering some things that is pretty interesting. Now, you have a, a second or third grader and they don't know their alphabet. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty challenging when that happens because then there's the acting out. And, you know, you ever wonder why kids act out the way they do? Well, they're just trying to hide. Maybe they're trying to hide that they just don't know the basics. So they're trying to hide by acting out and being funny, being uh, disruptive, being whatever, because they just don't know. Well, we're catching some of that. We're catching some of the students and before they fall through. And we're being able to redirect and tutor them to a point to where they can pick up and do better. Yeah, pick up and do better. And we're seeing some results on that. So if you want to go out and uh, just donate, it's an, it's not a, um, there's a, another organization you can donate through uh, LFHHM, Laborers for His Harvest Ministries, which is also mentioned on the website as one of the nonprofit organizations. You can do that if you'd like. You can also go out to the ASBNC dot com website and donate um, you know, five dollars uh, i believe that's what the link uh, will allow for you to donate there and then that way that will um, provide supplies okay so supplies uh, because we're going pencil and paper <laughs> you have to know how to write and I, that is just part of learning learning to uh, read and write and uh, identify and read and comprehend but the writing part is very important 
So we do support and, and buy and purchase supplies and we give the, the donations to the, um, the parents who are having to stay home with their children because the facilities aren't, there aren't any facilities where they're, the children are going to school. So they're having to do it from home. So we also get a chance to mentor the parents as they, as they are doing the teaching, the home schooling and training for their young people there at, at home. So it's a project. It is a project. And this also gives us opportunity too to, you know, encourage and also share. So these are moments to where, yeah, here, African American Black History Month. Yes, we get a chance to share and encourage the people in that way as well. All right. Well, hey, you know, we are appreciative that you joined today and go ahead and share those links, like and follow. And, um, you know, just uh, stay, stay strong, stay strong and uh, share some good stories about uh, your African-American heritage and you know, read up on it. And we'll see you next time. Justice. 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 Justice.